So today I wanted to talk about whether or not we have authority or whether or not we're qualified to speak the word of God, to share the word of God and go out into the world and preach if we don't have some sort of theological education. Um, for some of us, for many of us probably really, in the church, it's so easy for us to just assume that the leaders and people with the roles in the church are the ones who will be doing all of the hard work. We'll be able to sit on the sideline, we'll be able to tithe and pray for them, and that's all we've got to do. The real work will be done by those who have trained, who have lived their whole lives for these roles. And to an extent, that is true. But the real truth of the matter is, is that that is not true. We are all called to speak God's word. We are all called to share. We are all called to the front lines for this battle. Um, none of us should be sitting idly by and expecting others to fill the role that we're all called to fill. Um, if you look, this isn't a thing of modern Christianity. This is a thing that humans have always been dealing with since the beginning of man. Um, we're going to look here at Exodus 4, 10 through 13. It says, But Moses said to the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent either in the past or since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Who makes him mute or deaf or seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall speak. But he said, Oh my Lord, please send someone else. So that's Moses saying, Please, Lord, send someone else. And, you know, think about all that Moses went through. I mean, he killed a man when he was young and lived in the Pharaoh's company, but still chose his people, God's people, and chose to live a life for God. But when it came to speaking, he worried about his imperfections. He worried about whether or not he would be able to get the message across in a way that the people could understand and ask the Lord flat out, just, oh my Lord, please send someone else. But God chose him and God can choose any of us to be the one that he sends out to do his work, to speak on his behalf. So the short answer to my question with this, which is, am I qualified to do this podcast? Or am I qualified as someone to go out and spread the word? And the short answer is no. Um, just a little backstory on my life. I'll make it short and simple because it's a long story. But the short version is, you know, I grew up in church. I uh, went to a Presbyterian church as a small child, then went to a Baptist church, which I'm still at. But I never really lived a Christian life. I just assumed that because I went to church, because my family was Christian, and because I had said a prayer saying I was a Christian, that I was. But I never really was invested. I never really lived the life I should have. And because of that, when I became an adult, I actually turned from the faith, uh, completely renounced my faith, honestly, and started living a life I'm not too proud of, but that life is the life I lived. And thankfully, after a couple of years of wandering around the world on my own without God, God brought me back. He showed himself to me, showed me why I needed him, 
showed me my flaws and brought me back to his service. And I've been back ever since, since uh, was, I believe 2016 it was, so when I regave my life to Christ and what I consider the real start of my walk in life. So that's only, you know, going on five years ago now. So realistically, I am not qualified to do something like this, but I know that God can use me and has called me to be used, whether it's through this, whether it's helping someone and passing on the streets, um, no matter the situation, God will be the one who decides who's qualified, not man, because by man's standards, we're always going to say the person with such and such and such piece of paper that says they're a master in this, that's who is the one in charge of this. That's the one who gets to run and help people. But it's just not true. And when we have that mindset, it completely disregards what we've been called to by to do by Christ. I mean, he said, go therefore and make disciples, not go f- therefore and support those who will make disciples. It was plain and clear. We're all meant to go and make disciples. And because if you look at it, in a true sense, no one is qualified to speak for God, but God himself. Even someone who's a master in theology, has education, whatever it may be, they can't accurately represent God because God is a perfect being. And us in our shortcoming sinful human bodies, there's no way we could ever fully understand or grasp exactly what's to say on God's behalf. But the good part is, is we don't have to know what to say. Um, if we trust in the spirit, if we pray to God to just give us the words, believe me, he'll do it. Um, I remember, for an example, there was one time at the skate park where me and a friend at the park were you know, just talking about God and the universe and everything. And he was an atheist and definitely was very sure that there was no God, but to the point where he still wasn't going to completely not listen to someone talk about it. So in our discussion, you know, at first I tried to say things in the way that made sense to me and it wasn't getting across. So at one point when he was talking, I just stopped in that moment and prayed. I said, Lord, please give me the words to speak to this man. And it was, I mean, just life changing, you know, like I literally felt someone else speaking through me because I started bringing up scripture. I couldn't even remember on my best days. I started saying things that made sense to me and him, which I'm normally not good at making things make sense to everyone. And it was truly just a miracle to see the spirit work and speak through me. And that's not to say by the end of the conversation, by any means that me and the guy agreed or that I changed his, you know, life or gave, showed him Christ that day. But or that he came to Christ that day. But at the end of the day, I trusted God to say things through me. And it was cool to just see him work and actually use me in that way. But just to get back to what the whole point of this thing is. So God will use the lowest of low and the highest of high. You know, you see through the Bible all the time, you see kings and great rulers being the ones who are spreading the good news, who are putting the authority of God over the authority of man. But you also see low, the people of the lowest of status, like the shepherds, the people in the gutters. And he's used them all. Like God doesn't discriminate between high and low. He uses who he uses. You know, 
it's easy for us to look at the prophets too of the Bible and think, man, these are some high class people who have, you know, God behind them. But a lot of them were not very special people. They were uh, no different than you and me. And, you know, some were worse than us, really. You got to think there were some of them who killed. Some, you know, were adulterous and just living sinful lives, just in the same way we're living sinful lives. But God used them for his own glory. And that's that's the great thing about it is it's always for God's own glory. And he will use whoever because we'll always fall short of speaking for God and representing God to the best, but he will use us. And if he uses us, he will represent himself to the best that he could or can, because for his glory, he'll be in control of it all. And we shouldn't think that if we're not living our best life, if we're not a perfect Christian, that that should stop us in any way. If we look in first Corinthians, first Corinthians one it says, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. So let that sit in. It doesn't say God chose the smartest of people to shame the smart. It doesn't say God chose the strong to defeat the strong. It says God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. And I tell you, we're all pretty foolish. None of us is a wise man. We are all lowly, and God shows what is weak in the world to shame the strong. Think about David and Goliath, such an easy one, easy example. Small little kid beats a giant, and that's us in the world. And through faith, we can overcome anything that would hit us in this world because God will be the one behind it. So ultimately, we just have to trust that the Spirit will speak through us. If we have that trust in our hearts, we can attack any situation with the armor and sword of God, which is his word and his love. And with the spirit guiding our words, we can bring anyone to salvation. We can reach anyone. We can do great things that we would never even expect of our own being. In James 1, 5, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. Such a simple thing. Let him ask God, who gives generously. So if you're ever in a situation and someone's belittling you because of your faith, or if you're in a situation where someone is down and you know that you're, the message of Christ could help them, but you just don't know the words to say. Ask God, he'll give you the words. He, he gives generously to all without reproach. I mean, that means he's, you ask, it's yours. You need the words, he'll give them to you. You know, don't look at the person who's down and out and say, man, you should really come to church with me this Sunday. It'll help you out, which that's not a wrong statement. I mean, you should invite them, but to just say that and then go on, that's not what God would have us do. God would have us comfort that person. God would have us show them a life of what life can be with Jesus. Not to just put it off and have someone else do it. So in Jeremiah 1.9 says, Then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. And that's just a great way to sum this all up. Whether we're qualified 
whether we're unqualified, whether we're educated, whether we're uneducated. God will put the words in our mouth. He says, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. That That's amazing. I mean, that, that verse stuck out to me. I was doing my normal reading the other day and came across this verse, and it just felt perfect to be a closer. Because if God's words in our mouth, like, I stutter a lot. I trip over my words a lot when I'm trying to portray whatever I'm trying to get across. But if God's the one speaking for me, it's clear. It's, you know, magnificent words of healing, of hope. And because of that, whether I'm qualified or not to do this podcast, if God's the one in my heart running my words, I'm qualified enough with that. But at the end of the day, I'm still not a pastor. Thanks for listening.